Thank you for uh, tuning in, listening, watching to the third episode, per se, of The Handsome Hour, starring The Handsome Good Boy. And as we learned um, with watching last episode with Ead Showman and the previous one, we cheers to all the handsome, uh, handsome good guys, handsome good girls on every episode. We usually cheer with some pepper. Because this is brought to you by Dr. Pepper, but we'll pepper in the fashion of Cherry Coke today. Holy shit. Woo! That's how crisp that was. That, woo! Jeez, oh, Pete. That's how crisp that Coca-Cola was. God bless you, Cherry Coke. Might have to switch. Jesus fucking Christ, that was good. All right. Handsome Hour is brought to you. Not brought to you. You can listen, watch, view, download, subscribe the Handsome Hour on YouTube. YouTube.com slash salvids on iTunes. Handsome Hour. Spreaker, Handsome Hour. And now the Handsome Hour will be on Facebook. Will be on Facebook. Uh, Facebook page is... The social media show slash handsome hour. I think if you just search the handsome hour, it should be on there. As you might notice, uh, Facebook page, the social media show. What the hell is that about? Well, let me tell you, it's a rebrand. Well, technically not a rebrand because there's been two episodes. But I got an advisor. It's true. You think Cell Grillo, huge brain, the handsome good boy needs an advisor? Yeah, I got an advisor. He he said to me. He's an older gentleman. Not too older where it's creepy, but not too young where I think I'm better than him. But he said, Sal, you need a niche. You need a hidden niche. And I was like, fuck, I do need a, I do need a hidden niche. What's a niche that everybody uses? But then that doesn't really make it a niche if everybody uses it. But it's the largest niche in the world. Social media. So... The Handsome Hour, still going to be The Handsome Hour with me. We're just going to cover the top stories from Twitter, Facebook, freaking Instagram, Reddit, etc. Everyone uses social media, and it's a huge niche, right? It's a niche. Same old show. So basically, we're just covering all the news, but I... Uh, me and my advisor are branding it as the social media show. Specifically on Facebook, it's the social media show. Because I feel like those idiots on Facebook, they're like, oh, I'm on social media. What is this social media show about? Let me click on I don't know. It's just a way to get views. It's the same old freaking show. It's the same old freaking show. <sighs> Cheers to that. I'm wearing this hat. I got a compliment on the first episode of The Handsome Hour. I'm bringing this hat back. I might never take it off. Um, thank you for that comment, Austin Wolf. <laughs> All right. Top story of the day. Top story of the day. And once again, I'm taking the, me and my advisor are taking these trends from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google Analytics. We're taking these trends. Top trend of the day. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. 
trending all day on Twitter yesterday and today. ESPN issues apology after Jamel Hill calls Trump a white supremacist. Jamel Hill is a Sports Center anchor. She's an ESPN personality. She hosts the Six. It's a Sports Center at the six o'clock hour with Michael Smith. I think it, it who it is. She put out a series of tweets. Uh, basically calling Trump a white supremacist and all of her, his supporters are, are white supremacists saying he ran his campaign based around white supremacy. He's a bigot. Um, my advisor gave me six pages, six pages of show notes. I respect the hustle, but I think I can go well, off of the noggin. Um, in a series of tweets, Jamal Hill, see, these are, these are just throwing me off. Let me go off the top of the noggin, how about, um, so she's an African woman. She's a sports center personality. She has 600,000 Twitter followers. That's kind of risky. I don't know, to post that basically defaming the president. Here's my take on it, guys. Jamal Hill should know better. She should definitely know better. Like I was saying, she has over 600,000 Twitter followers. She knows when she tweets obnoxious and defamatory shit about Donald Trump, he's the president of uh, the United States. You guys have to admit that he's the president of the United States. And when you tweet defamatory crap about whoever, especially the president, you're going to get hella backlash you're gonna get backlash from the right if you're on the right you're gonna get backlash from uh, the left welcome to the internet jamal hill welcome to the internet it's okay for her to think that donald trump's a bigot it's okay for her to have an opinion that donald trump's a white supremacist she can't not tweet that to a millions of people she can't do that and i'm not taking any sides because where do i stand in politics let me take a sip. Let you uh, guys uh, sit on that for a second. Where do I stand in politics? I'm pretty moderate. I don't believe in the two-party system, to be honest. I don't believe in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. I feel like it should just be one universal thing and not a pitting. I think it just pits two people against each other. I don't like it. I agree with half the things on the liberal side. I agree with half the things on the conservative side. I'm right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. I'm very moderate. Uh, people on the far right make me sick. People on the far left make me sick. Okay. We got Cla uh, Clay Travis on the far right. He's another sports media guy. He makes me absolutely sick. Uh, Jamel Hill, when she... She's... A I wouldn't say Jamel Hill is far left. I would say like Lena Dunham is far left. I have no problem with Jamel Hill having an opinion. I only, um, I have no problem with her even tweeting it out that Donald Trump's a bigot. But she has to know and she has to be prepared. And ESPN has to be prepared that when you put a statement like that out to billions of people on Twitter, millions of people. You're going to get crap for it. You're going to get so much shit for it. Clay Travis, like I was saying, he's a conservative 
uh, sports guy. He has a radio show on Fox Sports. Um, I'll kick the coverage Periscope show, whatever. Um, he he's known for his MSNB. Excuse me, he's known for his MSESPN shtick, where he calls out um, ESPN for being far liberal. They're doing this to go against Donald Trump. Look at them! Look at them firing um, Kurt Schilling. Look at him uh, keeping out Jamel Hill for that. You're feeding his fire. You're feeding Clay Travis, this crazed lunatic just looking for clicks, his fire when Jamel Hill does something like that. You're playing into exactly what Clay Travis wants to do. And I'm just using Clay Travis as an example. There's millions of other Clay Travises out there. You have to know better, Jamel Hill. We know what you're thinking. You have to know better than that. You can't feed into these idiots. Clay Travis, when you say stuff... You can't feed into these other idiots. Clay Travis was going on. He, he tweeted, Remember at ESPN fired Kurt Schillen for mocking North Carolina's transgender uh, bathroom bill on Facebook, but insult the president all you want. I can see where he's coming from with that. I can truly see where he's coming from with that. Kurt Schilling, he might have done other things. Kurt Schilling was kind of a wild card, so he, uh, use it. So using that one example of Kurt Schilling uh, mocking the transgenders in North Carolina, sure, it was a shitty thing uh, for Kurt Schilling to do, but Kurt Schilling was posting these wacky-ass memes all over the place. Weird, just weird. Kurt Schilling posting those weird-ass memes, that's a far crazier look for ESPN now than freaking Jamel Hill posting this. Kind of, I don't know, kind of both bad, kind of both bad. I can see where a Clay Travis is coming from, saying, oh, look at them for firing Kurt Schilling for his beliefs. Kurt Schilling is a conservative, uh, but look at them uh, just giving a Jamel Hill a slap on the wrist. I can see that. I can totally see that. But I have no problem with either one of them speaking their mind freely on the Internet. You just have to be prepared. You just have to know when you do that, you're inviting all that bullshit on Twitter to come in. Uh, press a uh, press secretary. What's her name? Huckabee Sanders. She uh, she came out and uh, had a comment on Jamil Hill. She said, "Press secretary says she should be fired." So basically, um, the White House's press secretary says Jamil Hill should be fired for speaking out against the president in the White House. It makes sense. It makes sense. On to the next. Topic. Here we go. Breaking news happened in the last 10 minutes. Schumer, Amy Schumer's uncle, I think Chuck Schumer, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and Trump make a deal to protect young immigrants. No wall. There will be no Mexican wall. Sorry to break it to you. No wall. And that's just coming around the newswire. And that's what you get when you come on and you listen to the handsome hour. It's 1230. It's 12.30 in the morning. I'm exhausted. I worked. I went to class. And look at me grinding. Fourth shift for you guys. A totally different note. Um, I'm a big Apple guy. I've I've always had the iPhone. I've never, never been Android. I've never been Samsung. Um, Apple, they announced... Excuse me. Man, that cherry coke comes up good. I love the way those burps smell. 
or taste in my mouth. Apple announces the iPhone 8 and iPhone X, pronounced 10. Fancy. Where's the iPhone 9? I don't know what's going on with that. All right. This is the iPhone 6S. I think it came out eight, seven, three years ago. I've had this phone for basically three years. The iPhone 6S, I love it. I have no problem with it. I love the way it feels in my hand. But sure, I think I'm due for an upgrade. I think I deserve... I think I deserve a new phone. Hell, maybe I want this fancy-looking iPhone X. Front screen, all screen, no home button. How much? One thousand fucking dollars? One thousand dollars? One thousand dollars. If you buy the iPhone X, if I see you on the street, if I see you anywhere, and I see you pull out the iPhone X, I will... Knock that phone out of your hand. I won't do that because I'm respectful, but you have to be a complete asshole to buy the iPhone 10. A complete asshole to buy a thousand dollars? A thousand freaking dollars? Come on, Steve Jobs. You're better than that, Steve Jobs. You didn't trip acid all day and night for tw- 35 years later to have. Tim Cook, God bless you, Tim Cook, to charge $1,000 for a cell phone? $1,000. This laptop, $1,000. A phone, $1,000? No thanks. Look at this. There's not a scratch on this phone. Sure, I want an upgrade, but if I get an upgrade, freaking Verizon's going to charge me $200, and plus I got to pay $1,000 for the iPhone ten. Come on. That's ridiculous. I'm sticking with the iPhone 6S. Maybe in two years I'll get the iPhone 7. And the iPhone 8 is $700. $700 for the iPhone 8. You gotta be an asshole to buy the iPhone 10. You gotta be an asshole. You gotta be an asshole. Martin Shkreli. Speaking of assholes. I kind of like this asshole, to be honest. Martin Shkreli sentenced to jail for putting bounty on a piece of Hillary Clinton's hair. He uh, made a Facebook post, I think a few days ago, maybe a week ago, saying I'll pay someone $5,000 if they get a piece of Hillary Clinton's hair. Um, he, was, he was arrested for that. He, was, he went to trial, and the judge, well, I don't know if there's a trial, but the judge um, says he's a danger to society, and he's going to he's gonna have to go to jail. Uh, the right... I like to get both points of view. The right is saying he was just making a joke. The left is saying he's a crazy man. Get him the hell out of here. Uh, the left is saying, how dare you threaten Madam President Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Roadham Clinton? How dare, how dare you threaten Hillary Roadham? My take, Sal Grillo's take, the handsome good boy's take, Martin Shkreli, I love Martin Shkreli. I really do love Martin Shkreli. He's the perfect villain. He was a rich, young, I think he was almost a billionaire. He had a shit ton of money. Got rich for creating a drug to help people with AIDS. He was was in his mid-20s, a billionaire. He created a drug to help people with AIDS. We all know what he did. He boosted the price of of that medicine way up in the sky and cause thousands of people not to afford it. 
I think he he was in big trouble for that. I think he got off of it. I think. I'm not sure. He had all that power. He was a young, rich millionaire. He had all that power. He's buying rare merchandise like the Wu-Tang Clan just to stick it in everybody else's face. Now, he screwed thousands of people. He's showing off his money with the Wu-Tang. He's putting freaking bounties on Clintons. One of the highest political families in the United States. He's putting bounties for a piece of Hillary Rodham Clinton's hair. The balls on this man, I kind of have to respect it. He's a complete psycho. I love it though. However... When you put a bounty on one of the Clintons' hairs, especially Hillary Rodham, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail. This guy, Paul Joseph Watson, he said, Look what they're doing to Martin. Look what they're doing to him. They're putting him in jail for making a joke. This, Hey, Infowars. Hey, Paul Joseph Watson. This is much, much more than a joke. He's asking... The internet. We all know how the internet is. What's the word I'm looking for? To uh, assault Hillary Clinton for a piece of her hair? I kind of love it that it was like a piece of her hair. I didn't see the Facebook post. I'm not sure if he... There was a reason why he needed a piece of her hair. But you're asking the internet to um, to assault Hillary Clinton for a piece of hair? You're going to go to jail for a long, a long, a long, a long time. A long time. Let's get into some sports news. We all know this wasn't trending today, but this is still a big topic here in Cleveland, Ohio. We all know that a trade that the Cavs made, trading Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Antich Zizek, and the Brooklyn pick. <sighs> Jay Crowder, he's my neighbor now. He moved in moved in right there. Um, I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen him yet. I've seen his boys. I've seen a huge truck uh, with a bed of eight foreign cars pull in and unload his uh, his cars in the back. I ha- uh, ha- haven't seen Jay. I've seen his boys. But today, his boys have been chilling on his front porch all day long. I don't know if they're security, but they. I saw them walking up and down the street, which is kind of weird. And one of them was just out on his porch uh, literally all day long. So me being the kind, handsome, good boy that I am, I want to give him a welcome to the neighborhood gift. I want to give Jay Crowder and his boys uh, something that says, welcome to Cleveland, welcome to the neighborhood. I'll take care of you if you take care of me. Kind of like a nudge, nudge, like hush, hush, maybe like I bring over some snacks like late at night or some Gatorade after a game, and you hook me up with some playoff tickets. You hook me up to meet my idol, LeBron James. Kind of like I scratch your back, Jay. You scratch mine. So what I do to all my good neighbors, I wanted to make Jay Crowder an apple cake. Not a pie, but a cake. Fresh apples, crisp 
honeycomb red delicious apples. Very delicious. So, uh, I had this famous apple cake. If you know me, I make a delicious apple cake. I went to the store. I got the ingredients. I got a cart full of fresh apples. I actually went to the freaking orchard to get these apples. You know how hard it is to go to an orchard early September? I said, sir, give me those fresh apples. I need your apples. I got the fresh apples. I got the ingredients from the local store. I come home, and I'm carrying all these groceries, and this is a very true story. I'm carrying all these groceries, and I walk into the door, and my advisor's in the kitchen. He says, what the hell are you doing? I I, I say, I just went to the, uh, the grocery store. He says, I see those apples. And I say, yeah, I'm making a Jay Crowder an apple cake. And he says, he says, you cannot make Jay Crowder an apple cake. I said, why not? I want to make Jay Crowder and his boys a freaking apple cake. My famous apple cake. He says, you cannot bring Jay Crowder and his boys an apple cake. I said, why Why can't I bring my neighbor an apple cake? Why can't I bring him an apple cake? He says, if you walk across the street, knock on Jay Crowder's doors, him and his boys are going to open up the doors. You're going to be carrying a hot, warm apple cake. And you're going to say, hi, Jay. Welcome to the neighborhood. Here's my apple cake. They will laugh at you all the way to hell. I said, they're not going to like my apple cake? Who doesn't love Sal's apple cake? They said, you, your neighbor's with him. You can't embarrass yourself day one. Maybe a few months down the line when you're like bumping shoulders with Jay Crowder at the corner, you can introduce your apple cake. I said, just let me make my apple cake. He says, I am your fucking advisor. You cannot bring Jay Crowder and his homies your apple cake. Okay? I hope he didn't see you walk up the driveway carrying those apples. He said this to me. And I said, you're my advisor. I'm going to listen to you. But I think it would be smart to bring Jay Crowder. He said, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Throw those apples away. Throw all this idea, all those ingredients down the drain. I don't want you to think about making Jay Crowder and his boys an apple cake. I said, you're my advisor. I have to listen to you. Next story. Red Sox. Sports gun. And I'm just taking the news that's trending from Twitter, my good folks. A sign, a, a some pro, three processors drop a sign from the Green Monster that reads, Racism is American as baseball. It was a big black sign, 20 feet long, maybe this is, Racism is as big as baseball in America. Or, Racism is American as baseball. Keep your fucking politics away from my sports. You hear me? I'm sick and tired of people making everything political. I just want to watch an Indians game. I just want to watch the Red Sox. Don't bring your politics into my game. And it's a good cause, but just please. People watch sports to escape from the real world. To escape from all the troubles and the racism in the world. Don't bring it to my game. How they get how they get into the stadium with this twenty foot long black banner? 
that's the real freaking issue here. That's the real issue. Racism is American as baseball. Racism is American as baseball. Racism is American as baseball. Are they? I don't know. I'm skipping that one. Well, I'm not skipping. I just, I just want not included it because keep your politics out of my sports. How about that? Ted Cruz. This was a fun story last night. Teddy boy, lying Ted Cruz, likes a porno vid on Twitter. Late last night, a politician, uh, the evangelical Christian good man that Ted Cruz is, he gets caught with a porny vid in his Twitter likes. Hmm. Let my boy Ted live. Let my boy Ted live. I love the... We're in it. We're at an age where politicians can get caught with porno vids in their Twitter uh, likes. He blamed it on a staffer. It was like it was late. It was late at night. If you have a staffer looking up vids on your Twitter, porny vids on your Twitter account, you got a bigger problem than you watching a porn on Twitter. Um, he went on CNN. He defended. Himself saying it was a staffer. We're taking care of it internally. I'm not going to throw the staffer's name. Uh, CNN reporter at, uh, brought up that he voted against sex toys in Texas. Weird. Uh, Ted Cruz says, Ted Cruz says, I'm a libertarian. Okay? People make their free choices. Ted Cruz, you're a... Fr- you're the... You're... I don't like you, Ted Cruz. I don't freaking like you. But let my boy Ted Cruz live. Ted Cruz handled it quite well. He's a politician. He can lie his way out of anything. If Ted Cruz learned one thing from the election, if he learned one thing from the election, he would have went on CNN. He would have said, look, Anderson Cooper, look. He should have been, yeah, I was looking at porn. I was looking at porn. And you know what, Anderson Cooper? I was I was doing more than just looking at porn. You see these hands? I had my fat Christian dick in my hands. And I was watching porn. Okay? I'm a grown man. Let me watch my porn, Anderson. That's what he should have said. That's what he should have said. And then instantly everyone would have liked Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz would have been Ted Cruz would have been a meme forever. He would have been a hero. He would have been an internet sensation forever if he just looked Anderson Cooper in the face and says, Yeah, I freaking masturbate Anderson Cooper. I think I should bring this this is a kind of a personal uh story of mine. I'm on Instagram. You can follow me at several pancakes, of course, on Instagram. Give your boy a follow. Um I post Instagram stories every day just who I am. I like to post Instagram stories. And I love to look at who's who's watching the Instagram stories. I love to look. Oh, I remember him. He was pretty cool. He's watching my stories. <laughs> cool. Um I there's a guy he, he's a YouTuber who isn't a YouTuber these days. Nick Turk. 
Nick Turk watches every single one of my Instagram stories. And Nick Turk, I want you to come on the show. I think you're a cool dude. He watches every single one of my Instagram stories. Every single one. And I noticed he doesn't follow me. He doesn't follow me. Am I, like, not cool enough for you, Nick? Am I too old and hairy and fat for you? Um, am I not teen enough for you, Nick Turk? Because I'll do anything, Nick, for you to follow me, okay? You see this right here? I'm working on this. This I'm working on myself, man. I'm, try, I'm trying to get hot. I'm trying to get cool like the kids, okay? And I get I might not be there. If I shave this off, I have a big double chin. I might not get there, Nick. But please, when I get there, Nick, you can keep watching my Instagram stories. But when I get cool enough, hot enough, teen enough for you, give me that follow that I deserve, okay? I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much, man. But when I get cool enough for you, you give me that follow, big guy. Because I think I deserve it. I think I deserve it, man. I got to give a big shout out. Uh, Cleveland Indians were trending uh, pretty much all day on uh, Cleveland Twitter. I, I mean, sports Twitter or whatever. Cleveland Indians, my Cleveland Indians, historical 21 straight uh, victories. That's so outrageous. That is incredible. Incredible. I know I joke around a lot, but 21 straight victories in a baseball game where you're playing every single day in one throw, one bad pitch, you can lose. 21 straight victories? Outrageous. What a fun team to watch. This is uh, rebranded as the social media show. Let's check in with Facebook. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Enough of that. Enough of Facebook. Get Facebook. Oh, my. Look at this guy. Who the hell does he think he is? Is he modeling? What is he in front of a freaking gas station? Get Facebook out of here. Come on. Facebook. What a dump. What a dump Facebook is, man. Those are pretty much all the trending stories on the Handsome Hour. I don't know how long this is going to be. But you can watch. Well, I mean, well, if you guys made it that far, you, you watched or listened too. So make sure if you like this and you're listening to it on iTunes, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. On YouTube, same thing. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Give it a like. Review it on iTunes. Uh, like the Facebook page. The Handsome Hour the Social Media Show. Sounds so corny, but I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get those page views, my man. Uh, yeah. So give this a subscribe, a like, follow me at Everything Salvo Pancakes. This has been the Handsome Hour. Um. Yeah, thank you all for listening. You're welcome for listening. Cheers.